Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for making our podcast such a success. Greatly appreciated. You're obviously spreading the word. America is waking up. But we need to be a little bit more active. Well, on today's show, we're going to be talking about a number of issues, but we're going to start out with the border. And the border absolutely critical to our understanding of how it's reflective and symbolic of the entire takedown of this nation and the enslavement and the eventual depopulation of the vast majority of us. At the head of the list here on our particular, shall we say, journey into uh, post-American sovereignty is what Laura, Le- L- excuse me, Laura Logan is saying with regard to a plot that I've been talking about for, gosh, probably 16, 17 years now. And I want you to listen to what she has to say, and I'm going to expand upon that greatly as we go through the show. And what I learned from a source who is a very unique source, having um, infiltrated uh, the globalist cult at the UN level, is that he was in high-level meetings that required a number of security clearances where they actually discussed the plan to bring 100 million people into the United States in order to pave the way for a regional government of US, Canada, and Mexico. I was checking my notes as Laura was speaking, and I go back to 2006 when I was talking about this definitively, and I raged about it in 2008. And this is the first rabbit hole we're going to go down today, is we're looking at the move to regionalize America by, well, shall we say, eviscerating the borders. You've got AMLO, the president of Mexico, who's on board with this. He publicly, oh gosh, in July, called for uh, an American states, all of Latin America. And we tried this back in 2008 with the North American Union. And on today's show, we're going to get into all of this and a whole lot more. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure you're very aware of the fact that our food supply chain is being diminished. You've got the, quote, accidental, coincidental destruction of about 107 food processing plants since Biden came into power. And, of course, there is no such thing as a conspiracy because the CIA told us so as far back as 1967. But nonetheless, this inhibits our ability to prepare food. Did you know that when Hurricane uh, (laughs) Ian hit Fort Myers... Well, that's where the number one fertilizer production company is, and it produces over half the fertilizer for the United States. What a coincidence, right? And, of course, the supply chain's a problem. New federal regulations on fertilizer are going to limit productivity, not to mention the gas, the diesels going back up again. And we have said this very clearly. When gas reaches or diesel reaches $8 a gallon, most of the truckers we've surveyed from our audience say they're done. Now, the bigger firms might be able to go to about 9 or $10, but there's a point of diminishing returns. And what do you think brings gas to your pump? It's diesel-powered vehicles. Oh, my gosh, folks, there's your food supply right there. So my Patriot Supply right now, number one in the nation, biggest one, most reliable, uh, best cost-effective there is, food that tastes great, restaurant quality, 25-year shelf life. You get 2,000 calories per serving, or I should say per day in the three servings, and there's lots of diversity in this food choice. I would suggest you get it while you can, and it's still on sale. 
go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. Well, we're going to go back and talk about the border a little bit more. And I want to talk about what we're seeing, what the plan is, and how it links into things like technocracy, how it also links into regionalization that will eventually fall into globalization, and what it means for you and I. And I will tell you this, at the end of this journey, 90% of us, if the globalists, the unelected bureaucrats that think they run this planet, if they get their way, we won't be around. And oh, by the way, the new king of England, he's one of them. Well, a lot of revelations going on there, that's for darn sure. And I think that what we need to look at here is the fact that um, we have been sold down the river by our people when it comes to China. So you can see pretty clearly that we are in a situation where we have been sold down the river. As Laura Logan said, 100 million coming here. Uh, do you know the formula they use at DHS and the Border Patrol? That for everyone they catch, six get away. Well, if they admit 2.5 million have come here this year, what does that mean for the getaways? That means 15 million. And as I said earlier, I started to say, when you look at the late 1970s, we have doubled our population, yet our birth rate is below sustainability, which is 2.1. Our birth rate now has fallen to 1.7. So where are these people coming from? Exactly. Do you know that the Border Patrol will tell you? Well, I've got two Border Patrol sources, and they will tell you that they have interdicted people from 150 countries. Did you hear what I said? 150 countries. They have interdicted people illegally crossing our border. And I reported on this some time back when I said that by order of Mayorkas via Biden, that they have pulled border patrols off the border and assigned most of the agents to detention facilities because they're, quote, overcrowded. Like, the border's not overcrowded, right? Or the underpass at Del Rio, Texas is not overcrowded. Or DHS agent from uh, Laredo saying over 200,000 have come through in the last month. Yeah, exactly. And this is all about replacement theory. I didn't think replacement theory was valid. I really didn't believe in it until I started to really look at the numbers. And do you know who the people are that are most opposed to this? I find this really interesting. It's middle-class Hispanics. Many of them second, third generation. Many of their parents came here the right way. Uh, Many of them had to jump through hoops to get to where they are today. They've worked very, very hard. They're very productive citizens, and they hate it. And I first noticed this when I was covering Ernie Hancock's radio show in Phoenix. And Ernie asked me to fill in for him one day. And we started talking about immigration, and the call lines just filled up. It was incredible. And over half the callers were Hispanic, and they would self-identify. I was in the Marine Corps, and I resent this. And Oh, it was ridiculous. But Biden has sold out to them. And who's them? The great reset people. The great build back better. You'll own nothing and love it. And immigration is just one tool they're using, and they're using it in a multitude of ways. They're using it in terms of overwhelming our infrastructure because by federal law, we have to educate, pay for their medical bills, and provide social services for illegal aliens. And we're doing things for them. People ask me once, Dave, the health bill is so bad, what do I do? And I used to be really flippant. But I was really serious. Hey, denounce your American citizenship, claim the fact that you're an illegal alien, and you'll get your health care for free. And isn't it remarkable that that's actually true? And I don't know if the government would honor that if you did that, but I'm just saying it's a shame that you really have to give up your citizenship rights or have never had them to get access to what so many Americans are being denied today. And this should infuriate every single one of you out there. And this president is just letting it happen. You know, we got the border czar, right? Miss Word Salad Kamala Harris. Oh, yeah. She sounds like a schizophrenic. 
It's all over for a squab true tray, and there ain't no music except my mother and father who stand upon the island of Capri where there is no nice. It's changers, 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 sir. I've got to keep my suitcase with me to keep my energy alive. That's a word salad of a schizophrenic. Say, Dave, you did that pretty good. Well, when you've been working in mental health, I mean, yeah, you've seen enough of it. But I'll say this. We get word salads that aren't schizophrenic-induced from the number two person, but they are, shall we say, intellectually deprived because she doesn't know her stuff. She's in charge of the border, right? And the closest she's got to the border is a parking lot of a Walmart five miles from the border. She's never been to the border. And if you really want to see the action, you got to go to Del Rio, Texas, Eagle Pass. You got to go to one of those places, but she'll never go there. It's like the Galileo syndrome. And Galileo looked at his telescope and said, Hey, boys and girls, we are not the center of the universe. And the Catholic Church says, Hey, watch out, fella will be coming for you. And he says, oh, no, no, I don't mean to offend you, but please come and see what I see. Come and look at my telescope, and you'll see the earth is not the center of the universe. And so the Catholic cardinals lined up at his observatory, and one by one, they walked up to his telescope, and they covered their eyes so they could walk away and truthfully say, I didn't see a thing. That's what Harris does with regard to the border hear no evil see no evil and if you want to look at she's always pointing the bigotry finger it's like uh, FEMA right we're going to dispense FEMA uh, uh, help for the hurricane uh, and we're going to do it in equity in other words non-white people get to the end of the line because that's where you belong very racially prejudiced statement and that's the bigot number two in the White House. The border situation is never going to clean up. We're past the point of no return. If we have let, over the years, 35 million in, and some people say, Dave, it could be as high as 100 million. But let's just talk about, how about the 2.5 million they admit to this year? How many of them are terrorists? How many of them are sleeper cell terrorists, jihadists, and what they're going to end up doing is launching an attack upon us, a Tet Offensive kind of attack, in which you know Lyndon Johnson was claiming, we're winning the Vietnam War, and during the Tet Lunar New Year truce, the Viet Cong and the North Vietnamese Army attacked every provincial capital in South Vietnam and called the Tet Offensive. And they showed Americans it was designed to break the morale, and it worked. It turned the public against the war here in this country. And this is what I'm afraid we're going to see is a Tet Offensive of terrorism in every major city in our country. And I'm not the only, I, I, I would think I was one of the first to talk about this 15 years ago. But I'm no longer the only one talking about this. Many people, in fact, the the two Border Patrol agents I talk to on a regular basis, even in separate conversations, they tell me, someday, Dave, we're going to wake up and there's going to be 50 cities obliterated by terrorist attacks because we're not monitoring who's coming in. And I, I totally agree with what they're saying. What is happening in our government with our White House is treason. But it goes beyond that. Because it's not just Biden and Kamala Harris and Mayorkas. They're despicable. Mayorkas meets with George Soros groups. Did you know that? The George Soros groups that flies people from 150 countries to our border. How do people from Haiti get here? What are they, tread water? Are they Olympic swimmers? No, they're flown in by George Soros, or they're they're boated in by George Soros. And Mayorkas meets with his people from his nonprofits that sponsors illegal immigration all the time. He takes marching orders from these people. And this is not a well-kept secret among the Border Patrol or DHS. They know. They know. But many of them are trying to get to retirement so they don't say anything and they go along to get along so they can walk away from the BS. But we've been sold out. But we've not only been sold out by them, we've been sold out by the Rhino Republicans. 
without a supermajority in the Senate for most bills, the Republicans have the ability to stop almost all business in the Senate. They can just kill it and say, sorry, no, no, we're not voting on anything until this gets cleaned up. But it's not a priority for them. So why do Republicans stand in the gap and say one thing on Fox News, but then do another completely thing where they acquiesce their authority to stop border intrusions by forcing the Democrats to come to the table and work for the betterment? They could shut down the government. Well, people need their money. No, 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 no. I would welcome a government shutdown. Welcome it. Because if it's a move in the right direction. But the rhino Republicans, they benefit from this. Their corporate benefactors love to hire off-the-books workers. I mean, nothing better to work for you than an illegal alien because you can pay them whatever you want. You can treat them however you want because where are they going to go? Huh? They're going to go to OSHA? I don't think so. So what are they going to do? We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time oh you don't have to pay workman's comp unemployment insurance and then this is heaven for the corporations they love it it may not be practical to relocate your factory over in the pacific rim so you just bring workers here and you get the republicans to play along with the democrats idea of deculturizing America. And they don't care as long as they see their profits. They live behind the gated communities. They're not affected. So they could care less. And meanwhile, they carry out their insider trading operations. Oh, you heard about that, didn't you? Oh, yes. The the Congress was going to deal with an outlaw insider trading of which people like Pelosi's made hundreds of millions of dollars on this. And that's not an exaggeration. Uh, But they killed the bill. They want to continue to do things that are illegal, but they exempt themselves from. <laughs> Don't you just love that? Huh? They pass laws against us. If we did what they're doing, we go to prison. But they do it and become wealthy beyond belief. So let me ask you, now that you know how that game is played, who do you think they really serve? The corporations or you? 
the stock market or you you don't matter have you figured that out you are on your own and now you have them coming after you in so many different ways but let me tell you what's next with illegal immigration in places like chicago and this law takes effect on january the first that in chicago you can't expel trespassers the police will not respond to a call to come expel a trespasser so you literally and i had this happen to a friend of mine he had a uh, tool shed out in his backyard one night he walks out there there's four illegals there he's lucky to get shot and and uh he said you guys got to go and they wouldn't go he called the police and then he went out and got two guard dogs immediately and um today if you're in the wrong municipality the police aren't coming and you say well i'll expel them myself yeah and you go to jail too this is how bad it's getting here that you can have freeloaders in your business they can come in and you know they're shoplifting and the police aren't going to come and get them san francisco chicago new york and even if they were arrested they'll be out within an hour they don't have to post any bail this is crazy and what we're witnessing here and let me tie this to a bigger picture we're witnessing a maoist cultural revolution when mao took over china he killed give me an estimate 40 million 60 million 80 million the conventional wisdom says probably close to 80 million people but that didn't get the change he wanted because china was rooted in tradition and he wanted to ruin the tradition and make them all communists so he undermined every aspect of chinese life from the schools to their worship which he disallowed to how many people can be together in one gathering to everything everything was changed well this is what we're seeing here we're bringing in so many people and you heard laura logan earlier 100 million is the goal that they won't know the difference they won't know the first amendment from the 101st amendment they won't know that americans have inherent rights so the government can be as totalitarian as they want and this new population won't know they just know that well the standard of living here is better even though it's declining it's still better than when most where most of these people came from and the government's giving them cell phones and social security cards and allowing them to vote and giving them driver's licenses and paying for their medical paying for their kids school oh excuse me you're paying for all that so when we look at all this we're looking at a cultural revolution the border is only the first step in this we're also seeing a simultaneous attack upon our children in the public schools can anyone legitimately tell me what can be gained in a public education system when first graders are taught the art of oral sex and i hate to be so graphic except it's happening and and we used to have guest speakers you know someone's dad he's an airline pilot he shows up for show and tell and he talks about well you got to get really good grades and you got to do this and eat your carrots because you have to have good vision and so they do all these things like show and tell well today's show and tell in a lot of schools is your latest pervert we're bringing in the drag queens to third grade classes what could you be thinking and did you hear the democratic congressperson over the weekend saying well parents can't really handle what's going on so it's just better that they don't know and teachers have been repeatedly caught telling their students don't tell your parents don't they just won't understand don't tell them about this it'll upset them and it's like soviet style education or again a maoist cultural revolution where they're turning our little kids into open-minded perverts where there are no moral barriers did you see where california is enforcing a law as of january 1st you could be a 40 year old male and have sex with an 11 year old girl and you're not going to be prosecuted yet they're lowering the age of consent to the age of 10 in california of course in california at saga's high school 
<laughs> they took away uh, honoring the police before a football game. Oh, it might offend some people. Like who? The criminals? Uh, Superintendent Coolman from the Hart School District, of which Sagas is a part of, said that we just don't want to offend anybody by honoring the police. That's a Maoist cultural revolution. Everything that's woke is a Maoist cultural revolution. Now, why are so many corporations on board with illegal immigration? They, you're all welcome here until you come to our neighborhood, Martha's Vineyard. Then we'll call the army on you and confine you to a base until you agree to sue the people who brought you here, even though you signed permission slips to do so. Interesting, isn't it? But what's really going on here? What's really happening? Well, it's the upset of our entire culture. Um, you think your elections are honest? You're talking to an individual who knew, living in Arizona, that there's no way that Joe Biden won Arizona. Well, I believe he could have won Pima County, which is Tucson, uh, which probably about a third of the city are illegal aliens. And they vote Democratic. We've seen it on their shirts. Thank you, Joe Biden. Vote Democrat. Well, we saw them. Remember the early days of the rush of immigration under Biden? We were seeing those T-shirts, and they cut that out because that wasn't really the image they wanted to present in the press. But elsewhere, what you'd see in Arizona was Trump would do a rally, 25,000 people, sold out, couldn't get in. Biden had a rally one time. It was covered by Fox News 10 downtown, and it was on a Saturday morning, and Kamala Harris's people were there, and someone else's people were there, and the newscaster who was there live on the scene said, where is everybody? No one's here except for the advanced people. And you're saying, you got to be kidding. No. And meanwhile, across town, in Veterans Memorial Coliseum, standing room only, 25,000 people for Trump. They had a uh, drive for Trump Day. The line went 26 miles. Biden, on the same day, had a rally in Prescott, Arizona, and less than 100 people showed up. And we're supposed to believe he won the election. So what I did is I went out and I said, I don't believe it either. Just do I believe the mainstream media or my lying eyes? So I started to investigate. The first thing I found was the voter registration uh, rolls were breached electronically. They were hacked a couple months before the election. The guy who was in charge of elections for Maricopa County, a man named Adrian Fontes. Um, it, it, let's put it this way. Uh, I don't know how much is true about him, but the rumors aren't flattering. I'll just say it that way, but let's go forward. It's a requirement in state law that when your name is on a database and that database is hacked, it's required that you are notified. Well, they didn't notify anybody. And it wasn't until Stephen Reischer came in, Fontes' replacement, in late January, months after this was done, did he say, well, the voter registration, uh, they were hacked. No harm, no foul, nothing bad got out. Well, that's a lie, because, first of all, all your information's on one single data card, okay? And they have several people on the same page. So that was a lie. But Fontes, required by law to disclose, did not. And here's what we found out. I found this out, but I have to really give credit to Liz Harris, my unintended colleague. Liz went around with her volunteers to the homes in Maricopa County, and they'd walk up to the homeowners and they'd say things like, well, uh, we're not going to ask you who you voted for. We just want to know John Jones listed here at this address, 441 Magnolia, zip code, blah, blah, blah. Do you know if they voted that's all we want to know. Don't care who they voted for. Oh, that person? Oh, they lived here, two owners before us, and they moved away 15 years ago. Do you know where they went? Oh, they went to Ohio. But see, the Democrats go to court to keep dead people on the rolls, to keep people who haven't voted in Arizona for multiple elections in a row, 
Now, why would you break in to voter registration material? Because that's where you find out whose name can you use. Whose name can you use? And the other thing that happened, too, is there were thousands of people in Maricopa County that showed up to vote. You can't vote. Well, why not? Because you've already voted. And see, this is how this all relates together. So Liz canvassed tens of thousands of homes with her people in Maricopa County and came up with just remarkable results. But, oh no, she's an election denier. Liz Harris promoting the already debunked election theft theory. They always have to put their adjectives in here like somehow they've proven something. How many courts have actually heard an election fraud case prior to Dinesh D'Souza's 2,000 mules? And the answer is no court. Justice Roberts was heard, and this is well known, that people wanted to bring the Trump cases into the Supreme Court. And Roberts says, as Chief Justice, I won't allow it. I won't be the person that starts a civil war in America. And he's screaming at the top of his lungs. The aides hurt him. And this all got out. This all got out. And so there was collusion not to hear the case. The The bottom line is, is this is another way that we're being deculturized. We're participating in elections that in the important elections, they are rigged. In, what was it, three counties in Wisconsin? This is not in dispute. This is well known. Three counties in <laughs> Wisconsin, 104% of the voters voted. What an amazing turnout that is. Can I say that again for effect? 104% of eligible voters turned out to vote. And all candidates in these three counties that won were Democrat. Now, you can put on your coincidence theorist hat and just say, oh, it's just one big coincidence. No harm, no foul. There was nothing wrong. Like in Philadelphia and Detroit, where they would put pizza boxes up on the wall so the observers, by law, they're required to view, they couldn't see what was going on. Oh, but there was nothing wrong. But I think the best proof came from Dinesh D'Souza. Dinesh D'Souza had people on video. They pinged their cell phones. They knew who they were, and they knew about how many votes they put in. And those of you who saw the movie know that towards the end, uh, Dinesh D'Souza explained his statistical threshold. If you see an individual put two votes into a voting bin, a ballot box... If you see that happen, that's voter fraud already. But what they had to prove, Dinesh D'Souza says, no, we're not going to show one. They have to go to at least 10 ballot boxes and put more than one in before we call that voter fraud. So they calculated across the country how many cases of these they could prove by pinging cell phones. You go, can you really do that? Well, that's how they caught the J6 people. They pinged their cell phones. They got location data on them. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. And this is what Dinesh D'Souza did with his expert uh, electronic uh, people. And he, he showed right there on screen mathematically how in the swing states that won the election for Biden, how Biden actually lost and lost big. Isn't that just amazing? Don't don't you find that just incredible? And and uh, two thousand mules never gets the credit it deserves. Now, do I think Tucker Carlson's on the right side? Yeah, I'm going to address Fox News here for a second. Do I think Tucker's on the right side? I really do. 
Hannity, I think his intentions are good. Laura Logan, um, kind of lukewarm on Laura, on Laura Logan. I mean, Laura, um, the number three person, Laura Ingram. Um, my trust in her is not as great, although she did put out a video the other day that said, how can this not be intentional? She's right. The takedown of America is intentional. But let's go back to Fox News. Dinesh D'Souza and Laura Ingram used to be an item. And I'm not saying that to sensationalize. It's true. They had a relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. Two consenting adults. Um, They still like each other. They're friends. She'd have him on occasionally. He's no longer on. And what was the dividing point where he could no longer come on the show? Uh, The answer would be, well, you know, 2,000 mules. Because it was foolproof. What he proved was beyond a shadow of a doubt the election was stolen. Just on that one point. But I go back to Liz Harrison myself. Let me tell you what happened to me. When I started to write and publish about the election, I knew, I I called the audit the fraud it, because I said, they're not doing what they need to do. They're not doing what they need to do. And I pointed out, now how did I get this information? Well, I had people who were running election centers contact me, and they'd give me information. I would be able to go to third-party sources, and I verified most of it. So I thought, okay, the whole thing's probably true. So I started publishing. And what we found out was certain people with certain machines got separate quarters with their own Internet. And the election heads did not have access to those machines as required by state law. And I thought, "Uh uh-oh, oh, this is big. And so I had private people coming to me. The number two guy in the audit got kicked out of the audit. Ken Bennett, former state senator, got kicked out of the audit because they accused him of leaking information. He did not leak to me, and some people have accused me of taking Ken Bennett information. That's not true. He never had a conversation with me. I can't say he didn't talk to a third person who talked to me, and I can't say that he did. But what I will tell you is, why would the number two guy in an audit have to leak information? Because the person running the audit, Karen Fan, was running a sham. And it was a sham. It was the fraud. And they were designed to cover up what was going on. And um, they had evidence, let's put it this way, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors had key evidence that the audit team did not press to get. And then when they got pressure from the public, they kind of made a half-hearted attempt. And there were two court orders and an attorney general order to surrender election-related material that could have shown more avenues for theft of, of votes. And the people on the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors refused to comply with court orders, and they never got punished. In other words the fix was in and these are the same people that run the county and the same elected officials that run the state that are basically turning a blind eye to immigration they could be calling out law enforcement national guard and standing side by side at the border and and just like in the movies stop you shall not pass but they don't do it They sound a good game, but they don't. Just like Dinesh D'Souza, Fox News, lets Tucker Carlson go crazy. He talks about voter fraud, how climate change is being misinterpreted and misapplied, uh, and is being used as a vehicle to destroy America, which is true, energy, independence to on the way to no energy. And um, he's allowed to do that. But you can't have Dinesh D'Souza on because he's not on their payroll and he's not under their direct control. Isn't that interesting? They don't have Tom Homan on anymore either. Have you noticed that? Who's Tom Homan? He used to be the acting director of DHS. And he comes out and he talks about the border issues. And he got a little too hard hitting, so they don't have him back on anymore about the border issues. I haven't seen Tom Homan on there in months. Dinesh D'Souza's even addressed that issue. Why am I not allowed back on Fox? Well, I think the reason's really clear. 
And what makes you think this election is going to be any different? But anyway, let me tell you what I got for my trouble. So I wrote a, a, a conceptual article where I condensed five ways the election was stolen. And the next day after I published in May of 2021, people like Sarah Westall got calls from people in the audit, people I believe were involved in the cover-up, and they said, you're ruining your reputation by having anything to do with Dave Hodges. Well, my friend Paul Preston, Agenda 21 Radio and the president of the New California Movement, Paul got a call, and he was told, you keep hanging out with Dave Hodges and writing and producing his stuff and having him on your show, you're going to end up dead. In all, I calculate at least 13 of my colleagues that I know were contacted about me in a negative way when I published the article. Liz Harris got repeated death threats. She's the one that canvassed the homes in Maricopa County. And she was tremendously harassed. It was just beyond belief what happened to that poor lady for just wanting the truth. Just wanting the truth. So, you look at the deculturization of America... Our borders are undermined. Now our communities are undermined. We're being deculturized. Our kids are being perverted. They're turned into little Marxists. Don't listen to your parents. Don't tell your parents. And then parents are branded as domestic terrorists. So they're trying to break parental authority. And that's the way you break a society. In fact, let me address that for a minute here. When I was in sociology, uh, as a sociology major, when I was an undergrad, and I remember reading about Amitai Etzioni. He was generally considered to be the father of modern sociology. And he said, the family can exist without the state, but the state can't exist without the family. I would add a corollary to what Etzioni said. Without the family, the state becomes the family. And this is what you're seeing in many public schools. Not all schools, no. But enough to where it's a national movement to pervert our children and turn them into little Marxist communists. This is a big problem, and and we're just oblivious to it. I don't know why any kid in San Diego, um, where they won't give Fs, and they, they give grades out with racial components attached to them, and then you've got Los Angeles with all the perversion in their schools and all the ridiculous COVID requirements... You look at this and you're saying, why would any parent subject their kid to such nonsense? In fact, in some of the classrooms in L.A., this is what some parents have shared with me, that people will fly the flag of a foreign country in their classroom and forbid the students to say the pledge or to um, uh, display an American flag. Acts of symbolic patriotism are discouraged. This is, again, the deculturization of America. So it's not just any one thing. It's everything. And today, in the most dangerous application of this, we have seen this move into the realm of the military. See, military is a manly game. Oh, if you're woke, you can't talk about that. Remember, there's 99 genders. Manly is bad. Toxic masculinity is what they call it. Well, in war, it's kill or be killed. It's a manly pursuit. It's tough men doing bad things in defense of our rights in our country. And in warfare, you don't win battles because you feel the fairest army. You win battles because you feel the best army. But Too often what we're seeing here now is that we're more concerned about gender equity. Oh, no, I'm not talking about letting women into key military positions like, you know, former Senator Martha McSally, first female combat pilot. Yeah, honor her service. Tulsi Gabbard, I don't agree with her a lot politically, but I honor her service. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about uh, military saying they'll pay for transgender operations. Tell me how that helps military morale. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? And then in combat units, they're trying to treat men and women the same. 
Well, I'm sorry, but the fact is, fifty uh, men have fifty percent of the upper body strength more than a woman. So if you're carrying a hundred pound backpack on a twenty mile war- march, and the men have to chip in to help the woman to get her through, how does that make them more combat ready? It doesn't. What we're doing is we're promoting wokester policies at the expense of national security. And it's so bad that enlistments are down 50%. Admissions to the Air Force Academy this year are down 46%. Our young people are saying, if I'm going to the military, I'm going there to be tough and defend my country. Now, I may do it behind a computer. I may do it in a plane. I might do it with an M16 on a battlefield. But I'm going to go and defend my country. But when they see wokesterism permeating, and that becomes more important than the military's main mission, then why are they going? I mean, why would you join something like this? And then here's the ultimate slap in the face. When we talk about deculturizing America, you'd expect our leaders to be like the old-time generals. We're going to kick your you-know-what. If you And when our president tells us to go to war, we're going to do everything we can do to destroy you. So you better behave. Instead, what did Milley say during the Afghan hearings about that debacle of a withdrawal that they totally botched? He said, do you remember this? Oh, no, no, it's not about China. If, if we were going to attack China, I would tell my Chinese counterpart. I almost fell out of my chair when I heard this. I'm thinking, this is treason. How is this man still in the military, much less commander of the Joint Chiefs? That's treason. China is an adversarial nation that routinely threatens to nuke us and is routinely interfering in our politics, bribes many of our politicians, uh, Mark Kelly, case in point, senator from uh, Arizona, $25 million business interest, Mitch McConnell, his wife, can't criticize her because she's Chinese and if you criticize her well then you're a racist that happened on face the nation yesterday well I'm going to criticize her she was working in our government she's Mitch McConnell's wife the Senate minority leader and her family controls all six major ports of China and Mitch McConnell's made over 25 million dollars from that association how do you like that how do you like that? That's deculturizing our political representation. Who is he loyal to? Canada or, or, or China or us? This is just mind-boggling. In fact, he has never come out in defense of Taiwan. He's sabotaging eight senatorial elections right now. He'll let a little money out and then pull some back. Blake Masters twice has had to cancel his TV ads. Herschel Walker is in the same boat. There are eight senatorial races that are close that could be won. And we could kick the Democrats out. Now, it's not that I think that we don't have the rhino factor. We do. But, I'd, you know, like I said, it still would be better that the Democrats be gone and Mitch McConnell standing in the way. He's one of them. He is one of them. He's one of the elite that is participating in the demise of this country. The total demise of this country. And did you see in California where new laws coming into effect basically perfect, uh, protect infanticide. The aborting of a baby after it's born, uh, that's not abortion, that's called murder by any stretch of the imagination. Well, this is what Gavin Newsom put through. Would you say that's deculturizing our moral system? And since why we're at it, and Dave Hodges is on a roll today, let's talk about our churches. When's the last time you sat in the pew of your church with all that's going on with abortion? Did your pastor say to you, as Christians, we need to hold firm? Life begins at conception. Babies are being aborted that have brainwave activity. That's the definition of life. They have heartbeats. Well, they're trying to deny that now. No, women, the baby doesn't have heartbeat until it's born. I mean, they're just ignoring the science. But has your pastor stood up? Has your pastor said, we should go protest at abortion clinics and let the young women in there knowing that we can help you? You can have your baby. You can even leave it at the fire department, and they'll willingly take it. No charges, nothing. But no, they don't do it, do they? Your pastors 
largely have abandoned you. Why? Because of this little thing called 501c3. If you're a tax-exempt church, you can't be political. Well, hold on a minute. Wait a minute. Isn't the purpose of the church is to equate the Bible to today's living so we can walk closer to God? Isn't that the purpose? So then why would you leave out the major social issue of the day? And that's abortion. Why would a church not deal with this? Because money is more important to these pastors than morality, than walking with Christ. And this is why I actually left one church. It was one reason. The other reason was this, is that uh, a pastor stood up in church and he said, he may not be a godly man, but he's God's man. And if he is in political authority over you, you must do what he says. Okay, I'm buying that to that point. But I'm waiting for the I before E, except after C. I'm waiting for the caveat. That never came. That should have been something like this. You have to do what they say, pay the tax and so forth, until they violate God's law. And then you're under no obligation to obey them because God's law is supreme to man's law. But I didn't hear that. And one of my neighbors actually went and confronted the person who oversees the pastors and all he got was a bunch of mumbo-jumbo nonsense that didn't make sense because they couldn't defend it biblically. And this is what we're seeing. And while we're at it, let me give you one more thing. We know, and a lot of it's classified, but we know there are at least over 100,000 pastors that belong to the clergy response team. That means in a crisis, the government would enlist them to work for them. Oh, that's dangerous. What if they were rounding up people because they don't like your political views? And given Biden's dare fewer speech on September 1st, I think that's a real concern we should all have. And so why would your pastors agree with that? I interviewed one of the first pastors to be part of this program. And he was told, and with documentation, and I published it, he said, well, Dave, did you know that... Um, they said we couldn't talk about the Bible. The Bible's done terrible damage to people through the years. We're just supposed to calm them down and accept their incarceration. I said, you mean like in the traditional, what we call FEMA camps? He goes, yes. Pretty amazing revelation. Um, you can find that at thecommonsenshow.com if you just uh, Google that. Google, excuse me, search engine. That I don't have Google on my search engine. But this is what we're up against. We're being betrayed and undermined at every level. <clears throat> you are now a white supremacist, radical, violent, domestic extremist if you believe in the Constitution, the First Amendment, the Second Amendment. If you want the justice system uh, to be equal, no, you can't show up at school board meetings and protest the fact that your sixth grader just learned what oral sex was. Can't do that because then you're a terrorist. Oh, they haven't done anything? Oh, yes, they have. lady lives in Colorado named Sharona Bishop. I interviewed her telephonically. And Sharona was going around to school boards helping parents organize against some of the stuff going on and participating in school board elections, which is your First Amendment right. And the FBI showed up, guns drawn, kicked their doors in, took their electronics, never showed a warrant, manhandled their teenage daughter. Welcome to America. Welcome to being a protester at school board meetings, and this is how we treat you. But that's an average person. But they also did it to Peter Navarro. He was an attorney to the president and also an advisor. That gave him executive and client attorney confidentiality. The FBI and the J6 Commission said, you will testify. And he said, I can't, because I'll be disbarred if I do. The privilege belongs to President Trump. So when he filed suit to have the court order J6 to back off, they arrested him at National Airport, this 72-year-old man, not in great health. They handcuffed him. They put leg irons on him like he was going to run away from them at 72 years of age. If the FBI agents have to leg iron someone that age, then they need to go to an aerobics class and get in better shape. And this is the kind of justice system we have now. The 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 Catholic uh, 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 clergy official, house broken into, guns pointed at him. Um, he kept the school. He, he tried to uh, talk about Jesus to the people coming in, and they arrested him because he intervened between a man harassing his son and calling him bad names, 
And the local authority said, there's nothing here to charge the guy with, and they let it go. But, oh, no, because it was over abortion, Merrick Garland sent his stormtroopers in. Uh, This is deculturizing America by creating a two-tiered system of justice. If your name is Hillary Clinton and you violate national security by 33,000 times, nothing happens to you. You're a Democrat. But if you're Donald Trump and have possession of classified materials that you can declassify by waving your hand, well, they show up and take that, and they do the first raid on a presidential home. Aha! Uh-huh. But do you know that uh, Obama's people are still negotiating with the National Archives to relinquish confidential material that's classified? Did you know that the Lyndon Johnson people, 50 years after the fact, still have not given up a lot of this material? Yet Trump is the criminal. But no, 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 no. If you're a Democrat... You get the benefit of the two-tiered system of justice. We have no justice. What we have is what they call just us. Merrick Garland is um, Himmler. He's the head of the SS now in America. And that's what we have to call it when the law does not apply equally to all. Okay, again, we're being deculturized in every single form. Everything that made America, America is being taken away. Everything. And everything is racially being turned against white people. Now, listen, what happened in the past was wrong, but two wrongs don't make a right. New York, remember New York State said, we'll pass out vaccines on the basis of white people going last. Do you remember that? And they got taken to court. This is just the insanity we're living through. But here's what's amazing to me. We have hundreds of thousands of people protesting against their tyrants in Europe. And in America... We're not doing anything. There's a few of us that speak up. But with all the tyranny that's going on right now, all the evisceration of our rights, the two-tiered system of justice, the wrecking of our economy intentionally by taking away our energy from an energy economy, everything that's happening, we're kind of taking it in stride. Well, there's a point when you've got to stand up and say, no more. This is it. And if you think the 2022 election is going to be any different than what I found in 2020, you're sadly mistaken. Nothing has changed. In fact, the Secretary of State running for re-election in Colorado said, I created more remote ballot drops by 65 times. Oh, thank you. You just told me how you're stealing the election. That's a, she's a Democrat, by the way. And the one person who um, opposed her and said there was voter fraud in Colorado, the county clerk and recorder of Mesa County and Grand Junction, oh, she was jailed for saying this. And they're still going after her for daring to speak out against the authority figures and their criminal behavior with regard to elections. See, there shouldn't be ballot drops. You do an absentee ballot, you register the vote, you show up to vote, you have an ID. Oh, it's Jim Crow if you have to show an ID. Really? Tell that to a cop when he pulls you over. Or if you try to buy your first beer. I don't have to show you an ID, it's Jim Crow. Get the hell out of here before I call the cops. This is insane what we're going through, and we're putting up with it. That's the thing that I find the most frustrating of everything here, is we're putting up with it. And there are answers that we have in our grasp right now that are nonviolent and they're political. I think if another election cycle goes by and we know they're going to steal the, a lot of these elections, I don't know what's going to happen. There are a lot of people predicting civil war. Um, I'm too fat to run and too old to fight. I certainly don't want to see that. But what I'm saying to all of you, <coughs> excuse me, is number one, you need to pray for justice. Number two, you need to pray that uh, our nation repents so God will lift his judgment off our country because I do think we're a nation under judgment. And number three, you need to get politically active. You could send two emails copied and never change the text to representative after representative after representative, and they count volume. They don't even look at your content. They look at a couple to get the feel, and then they're just fine from there. We could be doing that, and we're not. Ladies and gentlemen, That brings us to the conclusion here. What I'm going to say to you is what happens to our country is now up to you. Don't look to the person next to you. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.